Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to FCA Radio, a broadcast of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Sports Ministry. FCA is reaching coaches and athletes across the globe. Join us today as we bring you the heart and soul in sports. Here are your hosts, Jake Hannon and Cal Kern. Welcome, FCA Radio. No matter how your morning went, your day is about to get better. Amen. Because you're hanging out Amen. with Cal and Jake on FCA Radio. Cal, how's it going today? It's going great. Really good. Thanks, Jake. Good yeah. to be here. So good Always to be here. Always good. Look forward to this. Best city in the world, Buffalo, New York. Also reaching our Canadian friends today. And we have a very special guest, the boss. <laughs> Of Canada <laughs> with us today, Hans Ostrom, Executive Director and Regional Vice President, FCA Canada. Exciting things going on in Canada. Hans, what's going on today? Hey, guys. Listen, great to be with you. And uh, I do agree, Buffalo is one yeah, I, of the I know greatest that, Jake, cities. You, 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 Toronto is the other one. I'm not. Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> or is Buffalo the other one? I mean, you oh, can look at them on both sides of the dying. coin there, but I'm just saying. Uh, Shots fired. But uh, it, it let's, is, let's all uh, duck here. <laughs> uh, across the lake there. But, hey, yeah. listen, great to be with you guys, though. Totally. We love it. Thank you. Yes, we're so happy to have you, and we're so honored to have you, Hans. And the leader that you are, the man of God that you are, uh, exciting things for FCA in Canada, and just great to be your teammate on FCA staff together, and it'll be a great episode for our listeners here in the U.S. and in Canada to hear from you and to hear your heart and to hear your vision, and hopefully people will get involved. That's our goal today yeah, is that, true. number one, is that your life has changed today by Jesus Christ, because whether you're in your car or um, walking around Wegmans or you're listening to our podcast uh, later on today, uh, God wants to meet with you. But number two, FCA Canada is an exciting thing to be a part of and Hans will get more into that but we want you to get involved and uh, check out everything that Hans has going on so before we get going Hans let me uh, give you a proper introduction here Hans is the regional vice president for Canada FCA Canada introduced FCA as a student athlete at North Greenville University in the U.S. Hmm. where he competed in NCAA cross country and club soccer Two soccer players on the call today. We got Watch out. Cal and Hans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're kicking. <laughs> yeah, we're kicking. <laughs> All the soccer jokes are coming. They're coming. Uh, cross country uh, as well. Hans has served uh, cross culturally with the International Mission Board, IMB, and most recently as the director of Upward Sports Canada. I know you had involvement yeah, in yeah, Upward We've done here. Upward here in the States uh, with uh, some churches. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome ministry. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hans, you have an educational background in medicine, Christian leadership, and public relations, and along with your wife, Brandy, four children, and reside in Mississauga, Ontario. What are the, what are the ages of your kids, Hans? Uh, well, you know, it's the one piece of information I didn't write down in front of me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, so my, my oldest is uh, 11, uh, so it goes 11, uh, 9, uh, six and five. Very nice. That's good. Good spacing. Sure. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you sure about that? Planned it that way. You're sure, yep. Hans, you bought that? Yeah. I, I, I think. Well, right. When my wife listens to this, uh, she'll she'll correct me, no doubt. So, <laughs> sure. um. That's great. Once once you get over like two or three, it's kind of hard to keep track of. Uh, I'm at three, oh. so I, I, I can barely do it. Seven, six. My kids are seven, six, and five. But mm-hmm. And Cal, yeah, you it, it, it does two. get tough. Yeah. Just two. Cal has two. Yeah, a lot older, a lot older. A lot older. One, yep. of them, one of them punts footballs every Sunday. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Uh, for the Titans, which <laughs> yeah. is awesome to yeah. see. But uh, Great. Well, Hans, we're here for you today. So, um, Hans, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get to... How'd you get to Canada? I mean, we were, we were just talking before the call, and, and uh, you have European roots, and then uh, obviously you spent some time in the U.S., and now, uh, now the big boss of FCA Canada. So tell us how you got here, man. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, well, just to keep the story short, because it's it's uh, it's a it's a really interesting journey God had us on. But I was born yeah in South Carolina, and that's where I ended up meeting my wife. And my parents there were four foreign missionaries, and so uh, dad's family coming from Norway. My mom's from British Columbia, oh, wow. and so but but you know I was born in in the South and uh, kind of not to a Southern family, so we were very kind of a, a strange enigma where we lived. But we we traveled a lot, and so we we did a lot of um, church planting work with the different mission organizations uh, across Europe and um, and so we would travel back and forth and so for me I was born with the opportunity to claim Canadian citizenship but I just never did and so you know living most of my life as as you know under American uh, citizenship and uh, my wife and I spent so at seven years in the Middle East um, and when we came back we were we were asked to come to Toronto uh, to work uh, with church plants and helping them to understand how to reach unengaged people groups hmm. and so when we crossed the border it, it started this whole paperwork uh, enigma uh, because when I walked in they said oh welcome home and I said what do you, what do you mean welcome home to Canada and uh, they said you know you you need to claim your citizenship so uh, lo and behold I did and uh, they mailed me my birth certificates and passports uh, and all these different uh, things uh, just wow. a number of weeks later. And so, it, but it, it really started what a great journey it was as God called us to, to different uh, ministries here in Canada, which led to, to the Upward Sports Canada. And then uh, we, we dissolved that into what is now FCA Canada. And uh, just so a, a neat journey of kind of always knowing I was Canadian, but never doing anything about it, never claimed it. And then all of a sudden being uh, welcomed home, uh, you know, coming across that border as uh, as a Canadian. And it gave me a, just a real neat uh, privilege to to be able to even be in the, the role that I'm in. And uh, just how you, you see God, you know, work things together and uh, in, in his planning and timing. So... Uh, that's the shortened version there, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have a Southern draw. Well, no, because, I mean, you know, we weren't a Southern family. Um, now, yeah. my brother and sister, uh, main t- you know, resided there and stayed in the South. And so, okay. you know, I think over over time they've started to develop a bit more of uh, what would be a Southern accent. But uh, I didn't. So growing up with a dad who sounded a lot more like a Sean Connery, uh, if you're familiar <laughs> with the actor. And, oh, yeah. You know, and then just all the other influences, it, it kind of kept me uh, grounded is what I say, because uh, my wife is from Alabama originally, and oh, so wow. she's got the Southern drawl. So our kids are in a constant uh, fight and battle. You know, do we call it the washroom? Do we call it the loo? What do we call, you know, certain aspects of things, uh, hearing mom and dad say different words. So, uh, but all in good fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, wow, what a journey. I should have a map here or some GPS, but it's 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 uh, so being in Canada. Um, um, I guess Jake, you know, leading up, you're doing FC, You mentioned about going from Upward to FCA. Was there some kind of a merger because you were involved with Upward? Yep. And I'm very familiar with Upward. Yep. Very very powerful ministry for young children. How 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 did that all come together? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, it is a very powerful ministry, absolutely. And and you know, as it as it was starting to gain some traction here in in Canada as an actual entity or organization, you know, we we were the way that we've got to grow and the demographics across Canada are are really quite staggering. You know, when you look at our population of over thirty eight million people across country, you know, we're the second biggest country in the world, but but uh, with only you know a, a small population of thirty eight or so million, less than five percent. Uh, identify as followers of Jesus. And right, so, right. Uh, uh, you know, the, the model of Upward, which is great, and I, I still support it to this day, and it, and it works in a lot of great environments still here in Canada, but right. there was a need to, to, to really take a different approach in community <laughs> engagement. And so as we really just started to pray and, and we were thinking through things, and even from, from my involvement with FCA, I was a student athlete, uh, you know, in the U- U.S., and uh, FCA is how I came to grow in my faith. Um uh, through Jesus in, in a powerful way. And so uh, here when FCA came, they came to me and, and, uh, and uh, you know, as the leader of Upward Sports, and they said, you know, would you consider taking this role on? And at the time, it was not merging the organizations. It was just doing the, uh, having two separate ones. And I said, I'm not ready to leave what God is building. You know, we, my wife and I got to be at the very beginnings of, of the start of, of, of that footprint. And uh, I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to hold on to it because I feel ownership, but we 
really see God moving in some incredible ways here. And so we passed up uh, the idea of FCA and they came again a number of months later and they said, you know, we, we've been praying and we really feel like you're the right guy. And I said, well, uh, I'm honored. Thank you. I don't know if I'm, the, if I feel like I'm the right guy, but I said, I appreciate that. And, and, uh, but they said, we really, you know, we, we, we really just believe in what God is building here. And so we looked at the models and spent a long time praying and, and then we made the decision uh, as, as a team here, as a board of directors to, to, you know, kind of dissolve what, what we had and, and move it into what is FCA Canada so that we would have that greater, bigger vision uh, and the the unity of FCA around the world in mm-hmm. in really reaching Canada and uh, seeing Canada transformed you know by the influence of coaches and athletes and and I think that's where it really drove too was coaches um, you know we we wanted a ministry focus that that would go after those coaches especially with with that percentage of Christianity we wanted to go after coaches that are in secular environments and we wanted to love on them and 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 be Jesus to them and uh, and what what God has really been able to to do, or what He's opened up for our team, is just in, in, phenomenal in in seeing secular environments now open to the gospel. I'm not saying they weren't before; it has nothing to do with names or organizations, but right. that the vision of FCA and our strategy of to and through the coach uh, just was such a revolutionary idea in in our approach to such a post church or a secular and uh, sports environment across uh, my country, and so just so thankful to the Lord for that journey kind of leading from where we were, uh, you know, and I, I, I reference at the beginning, you know, my wife and I were involved in, in church planting and kind of guiding church plant, uh, planters to reach unengaged people groups. And we use sports as a platform and, uh, and then still being able to have that as a component of what we do as FCA Canada and, and seeing, you know, communities who are unreached here because we have a lot. And then now see them reached with the gospel. And we're not taking credit here, but, you know, God's using FCA Canada to make a, a footprint for the gospel. And, and uh, for me, I'm just so honored to play a small role in, in what God's doing here. Yeah. So um, so there's a, there's, there's a tie-in here between church planning and, and what you're doing with us. It's, it's, all, it's all part of the kingdom in growing, starting churches, because as you begin relationships with coaches— you, you share the gospel. I mean, <clears throat> this is really neat because now it's all one anyways. You're a church planner, but FCA, it all fits together. Yeah, right. I mean, it really yeah. does. Yeah. It really does. And and one of our one of our strategies, uh, just internal strategies, is really that God gave us from, from the very beginning in 2016 when we launched this was – you know, to, to walk with church plants, help them identify, uh, you know, even members of their own churches who had a passion to coach or, you know, uh, uh, or, or volunteer, you know, whatever the case is, but start to do exactly what our E3 is as FCA, you know, engage, equip, and power, find those individuals and, um, and help a church plant that goes into a community and they don't know anyone. And what is one of the best ways that you can get to know people? And that's through sports, starting some youth sports programs and, you know, getting to know the kids. And so a lot of our coaches actually here in FCA Canada are church planters, believe it or not. A number of our church planters across multiple denominations, you know, we've trained them. They they, they become uh, coaches or volunteer coaches, influencers. And, and so as they're just coaching, you know, whatever it might be, a, a, you know, a little league basketball program with FCA Canada, they're getting to know the families. And, uh, and then we've seen time and time again, families now that are, that are starting to come to their churches and be engaged. And again, I'm not taking any credit, but it's, it's, it is, as you said, it's such a tie-in that God is using that as such a great opportunity. Uh, and uh, you know, I, 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 I try to encourage anytime I get a, the, the platform, church planters, even if you don't like sports, and I've met some who hate sports. Uh, I've met some church planters that said, I want nothing to do with sports. I don't watch it. And I said, well, that's fine. But, 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 you know, do you, do you have a couple hours a week that you could volunteer at a sporting event? I said, you don't even have to watch it. Just go sit in the, <laughs> the, the bleachers and talk to parents. I said, wear a volunteer shirt. I said, there, to me, there is no greater way. And this comes from, you know, seven plus years overseas in the Middle East. There's no greater platform that I've seen than sports that, that will unite people and to give you a, a, a open opportunity to share your story, who you are, who Jesus is, and uh, relationally. And so I, I try to encourage church planters, you know, start a sports program as you're starting your church. And uh, it's not going to take you long to start to see the tie-ins between the two. 
Well, Hans, you're so right on. This is great. Yeah. I think we can just end the show right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jake, you want to close in prayer? Let's just go home. I mean, because I've heard, Hans, I've heard so over and over and over through the years and years and years that some of the greatest church playing movements internationally are are created through missionary sports teams visiting countries Mm. and um, Mm. just through, through the venue of sport. And bam, all of a sudden, there's a church, there's another church, there's another church. By just playing innocent games of soccer, cricket, whatever, you know. Um, so, Absolutely. wow. Well, yeah. and, and, I mean, you know, to me, and it brings people on the same level, you know. It does. I think is, is you know, I, I'm, I'm a, a pastor, right? I, I've served in many pastor roles over the years. And, you know, sometimes when mm-hmm. people look at you as a member of the clergy, quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. they're, you're, you're kind of set apart. You're somebody different, whether they think you're higher or lower. That's, that's a topic for another dis- uh, time. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's they look at you different. But, you know, when you're doing sports related stuff, it puts everybody in the same level, you yeah. know, or, yeah. or, you know, and, and so and there, there's just that natural conversation that can come out. And and sports also people want to hear each other's stories. You know, you yeah. you want to hear, uh, you know, what's going on in, in the life of your coach, your athletes, the parents. And, and it just binds people together in a unity that, that I've just not seen in any other environment. I'm not saying they don't exist. Music, others are great platforms. But to me, sports is, you know, is just so key uh, for, for the gospel going out. So You're on the right program, Hans. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, sports, faith, Jesus. So, so good. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. As Hans said, FCA is an international ministry. We have over 2,000 staff in over 100 countries now, um, and obviously FCA Canada, just such a big part of that. We want you to get involved in what God is doing in FCA Canada. Check out the website, canadafca.ca, and uh, make sure you reach out and get involved with Hans. We do have to take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back after this message. Founded in Buffalo in 2004, Sandhill Investment Management is built on research. It's in their DNA. They have delivered consistent results through a defined investment process and an unwavering commitment to quality. By focusing on their clients' needs, they have grown to be one of the region's premier investment managers with clients here in Buffalo and all around the country. Powered by internal managed portfolios and a research team anchored in downtown Buffalo, Sandhill works with each of its clients to build a portfolio focused on reaching their unique goals. They are proud to support the Buffalo chapter of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. For more information, please contact Steve Garvin at 716-597-7521 or sgarvin at sandhill-im.com. For comprehensive investment result information, please visit their website at sandhill-im.com. Sandhill Investment. Invest in you. Goodrich Coffee and Tea is a family-owned and operated cafe in Clarence that strives to provide you with personal customer service and top-quality food and beverages. Every coffee brewed is freshly roasted right in Clarence. As proud sponsors of FCA, we'd love to bring you and your family the best in premium artisan coffee. Check out the drive through for a variety of beverages and breakfast and lunch options. Whether coffee, tea, or food, there's something for everyone. Have your morning coffee delivered right to your door with their monthly coffee subscription. Visit www.goodrich.com coffee.com for more information experience the flavor of goodrich coffee today are you dreading yard work this summer my name's aaron partridge i'm a former fca athlete and now owner here at double a landscaping double a landscaping is a full service landscaping company that services the entire western new york area at double a landscaping we provide our clients with more than just a quality lawn service we walk with the customer through every step of the way to ensure 100 percent satisfaction if you let us know that fca sent you we'll give you 50 percent off our design service give double a landscaping a call today at 716-598-9933 to schedule your free consultation. Do you have a heart to serve through sports? Do you want to make an eternal difference in your community? Careers at FCA are for those who seek to be part of an established, thriving organization while integrating their passion for God and sports. We are looking for diverse, high-impact leaders who are called to seize a life of significance. Check out teamfca.org or in Canada, visit canadafca.ca to learn more about what it means to find your calling as a full-time sports missionary with FCA. FCA is on mission to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. To stay connected with us, visit fca.org. 
Welcome back, FCA Radio. Great day to be with you. And we have Hans Ostream with us today. He's the Executive Director and Regional Vice President of FCA Canada. Amazing things going on. Hans, We, we every show we get in the Word because we just believe in Amen. the power of God's Word. And so we're going to get into the Word today. We're Best happy. place to be. Yep. Amen. We're happy to have you join us. You, you're a pastor and, the, and a director of, you're the boss of FCA Canada, so we're waiting for the fire to come from, from your comments on this devotion. Uh, but we, oh, you're, we, you're rather kind with the titles there, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we use the Daily Impact Play, which is an FCA devotion, <clears throat> if you're listening today, and you'd love to get sports-themed devotions, world-class sports-themed devotions in your inbox every single day. You can go to fca.org, click Daily Impact Play, and you can subscribe. You can get these every single day. So we're going to pull one today uh, about the story of Ruth. And Hans, we picked this one for you because we know you're building something that's massive in Canada. We're t- I mean, we're going we're gonna to hear your metrics and your, your plan and your, and your dreams and your vision for FCA Canada as you're leading that. But um, obviously, this is something that is going to require more than just a few people. This is going to require a team, <laughs> an army, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. So we want to talk about Ruth and the story of commitment. And I think if you're listening and you're in Canada today, uh, it'd be a great idea to pray about how God would have you commit to being involved in FCA Canada. So Ruth 1, 16. But Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. No successful athlete has ever accomplished great goals and taken great strides in their sport without commitment. Having an attitude of laziness, lack of dedication, or failing to put in effort to grow and change only leads to being stagnant. Without commitment, we stray far away from becoming the athlete we desire to be. Commitment pushes us forward and drives our decisions and urges our spirit to reach for something better. The story of Ruth and Naomi's relationship is a beautiful example of commitment and reflects the commitment God makes to us. Ruth was a committed wife to her husband, but when he died, she she clung to her mother-in-law, Naomi. With her son gone and a widow herself, Naomi was left without anyone to care for her. Women in this time depended on their families to provide for them, and without a husband or a son left to take care of her, Naomi's future was uncertain. Out of love, respect, and dedication to God, Ruth vowed to be committed to her mother-in-law, to stay with her, and to live life with her. Ruth's Ruth's life was fully committed to God. She had pledged to follow him, and in her devotion to God, she was led to care for Naomi. In coming alongside her mother-in-law, Naomi was well cared for, and Ruth was blessed by Naomi's love for her. In their commitment to one another, the women uplifted each other, loved and cared for each other the way that God cares and loves us. Without Ruth's commitment to God, Naomi would have been left to fend for herself. Ruth would have never met her new husband, and they would have missed out on the blessing of relationship. Nothing stopped Ruth's commitments to God, not even the death of her husband. Our dedication to Christ drives the way we live our lives. To have a deep relationship with our Heavenly Father, we must first be committed to Him. God is already fully committed to you, 24-7. He is loving you, leading you, and listening to you. He never takes a rest day. Do not let anything prohibit your growing relationship with God. Stay close and connected to him. Do not leave and do not turn back. Open your Bible and follow his word. You are specifically designed to live in a relationship with your creator. Daily commit yourself to God and strive to grow into the athlete he has called you to be. Commitment is always worth it and your dedication to Christ will always lead to joy, blessing, and growth with the one who will never stop leading you. Amazing story about Ruth and then meeting Boaz, who was the kinsman redeemer, right? The mm-hmm. one that gave her everything she could have ever dreamed of, and that's the picture of Jesus in the Old Testament. So, Hans, uh, yeah, just give us your thoughts. I know you had mentioned this is a this is a, the story of Ruth is powerful for you in your own personal life as well. But um, yeah, any feedback? Yeah, oh no, it is very powerful because you know when you look at it, and and you know we don't know exactly when when Ruth, you know, was was Ruth already a, a follower of God because of her mm-hmm. husband's influence um, or not? Uh, you know, is really rather a mute point. But what we see here is, you know, she was 
clinging to Naomi. Naomi was going through a lot of bitterness uh, to God. She was not giving an example uh, to to uh, to Ruth or anybody else around her of a loving, really relationship with God because she was she was going through challenging things. You know, loss of her of her kids and her husband, and so you know, with her bitterness, even with that. Uh, the, the 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 spark inside of her that can only come from Jesus, the joy, and I define joy as the evidence of the presence of God in your life. That joy was in Naomi, and it was so infectious that Ruth still wanted to be be with her and follow God, the one true living God. And you know, I think one of the things I take from this that's so been so impactful for my life, and and uh, every time I think of of Ruth and Naomi's story and. You know, people should be able to look at our lives uh, just as Ruth looked at Naomi's and say, I, I, I want your God to be my God. You know, when I think of our context, even here, you know, so many of our athletes are coming from other world religions and or lack thereof. They're they're atheistic. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want my life. I want the lives of, of my teammates, uh, you know, to to point people to Jesus, uh, sometimes even in our grumpiness. Right. But I mean, uh, but we shouldn't we, we shouldn't have that grumpiness. But we, we want people should be able to look at us and say, I want my to, to, you know, to be, to be your God. I, I, that's what I want to follow. And um, because, you know, in those tough times, you know, Satan wants to pull us away. He wants to get us discouraged. He wants to get us beaten down and take our eyes off of Jesus just for a few moments. And, you know, God calls us to, to be faithful in that commitment to him, to keep running to him. You know, I told mm-hmm. you, you read my, my bio. I was a cross country runner. Mm-hmm. And uh, hated running most of those uh, cross country years. It's a, but you know, I my analogy is always you're running uphill, uh, a steep uphill embankment, and mm-hmm. and you know we're called to be faithful and just running up that hill. We don't know when we're going to get to the peak, when it's when it's going to be over. But uh, all Satan is trying to do is tempt us along the way to stop doing it, mm-hmm. to get our eyes off of that hill, get our focus off, and so we slow down and and we start to realize you know uh, maybe, uh, you know that we can't do it or second guessing ourselves and. Um, you know, what, what's so impactful here is, you know, Ruth still saw, uh, you know, that faithfulness in Naomi's life, even though Naomi was exhibiting some pretty difficult bitterness. And um, but that's the question I always just remind myself all the time. You know, are people seeing Jesus in my life uh, or or am I distracted? And, and right now I'm pointing them, you know, to something else. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we got to, uh, I, I think that, it, you know, in this story, and you hit it, uh, you know, so well there, but that's what's got to drive us. And, and if we, that inner joy, remember, it's the evidence of the presence of God in our lives that gives us the joy to keep pressing on. Yeah. Which reminds me, Hans, that uh, I've heard of testimonies of pro athletes, college athletes, and, and some younger kids that they, they look at, the followers of Christ that compete going through challenging situations. And I think many times that that leads to maybe a decision for Christ because they, they without even saying anything, just the way they compete, the way they're going through adversity, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But they see something that they don't see in the world, mm-hmm. and a lot happens in the dugout. A lot happens on the sideline, mm-hmm. right? Right, Hans? Just, yeah. just everything you've Absolutely, just said, yeah. it's the example going through adversity athletically. And I think that kind yeah. of rings up and resonates with, with other athletes who uh, come to Christ through that. So, Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, and that even goes to, uh, you know, Romans 5, 2 through 5. I won't, I won't read it, uh, but encourage anybody, you know, if, you're, if you are struggling with this, you know, our, uh, we're, we're, we do the one word. Uh, I'm sure, sure most of our FCA world would know that. It's a, a great uh, book that was put out by um, um, uh, FCA a number of years ago. But uh, the one word is, uh, you know, kind of a word to live by. Ours for our team this year is in, endurance. Uh, and that's kind of our, our focal point that we rally behind as a, as a staff and a board and at a Romans five. But it's it's that same thing that you just talked about there, Cal. And right. it's it's that uh, you know endurance uh, that that produces character, that that produces hope, uh, you know, that keeps us driving forward. And um, you know, when we go through the difficult times, you know, we just trust that God is in control, even with COVID, you know, things that have been on in the world. Yeah, it's it's depressing. It's sad. It's challenging. It's right, difficult. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, but if we just stop for a minute and remember, 
God is in control. Uh, it's not up to us to try to figure out why he's uh, allowed it to happen or why things are going the way they are. Our, our calling is to be faithful to him right, and to right. keep that light shining so that others would see him in us and uh, that be reflective in our attitudes. You know, Hans, it reminds me of when my son played college football. You know, he'd hear about Jesus behind the podium, but then he didn't hear about the Jesus on the playing field. A coach would exude Jesus in a very eloquent way at a banquet or whatever the case is in a public setting, but then out on the football field, it seemed like it flipped 180. And and he would go, hey, Dad, I don't see a consistency here. I don't see the endurance of somebody who's proclaiming Christ, who's not living it out with his words and actions and, and the way he coaches the team. And how devastating. And yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, it is devastating. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, I, I, something, something that, that somebody told me a number of years ago, but they said, you know, Satan, uh, if you're a believer, if you're a follower of Jesus, Satan has already lost you. But the number one thing he can do is is try to stop you from from you know communicating the gospel with your life and and I think you know even the, the example you just gave sadly so many uh, of us in the sports world you know we, we we can we can put on a great front in front of people or you know even on a radio program you know whatever the case is but when, when then it's it's a lot tougher when we're in some of those one on one situations mm-hmm. and uh, and that's where we really need to shine more than in the public uh, you know setting. And because in the in the public arena, are we trying to promote ourselves? Are we trying to to elevate who we are? Um, because if if that's what we're doing, then then you know it's the wrong focus. Uh, right, you know, the right. goal is 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 not to promote us, but to to make sure people are seeing Jesus. And that's why I love that you guys bring a devotion into these uh, programs because the, you know the calling here is be in the Word. Uh, be in the word and uh, you know you know let God speak to us through his word right, and, and right, uh, the more right. that we put that in the more that's going to come out and to your point Cal in those dugouts on those sidelines that's where it's going to start to come out if that's what we're putting in uh, versus other influences in the world amen can we park the car for a second and go back to what what uh, Han said about his you came to the Lord you had a transformational experience your life was changed through through sports right is that true? Kind of yeah, sort of? I did. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so I, I came to faith. My parents, you know, again, were, were foreign missionaries. And so, you know, going, I, I had a, actually a, a very strong uh, disdain uh, or hostility towards the gospel. Mm-hmm. Because for me growing up, I, I saw my parents, especially in all these cool countries that we would spend time in, you know, they were focused so much on the church plants and, and going out and, and evangelizing and doing different things. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, where's my time? You know, why can't we go and Ooh. do this fun thing or go play or... And there were some of the extent, but, you know, I, I really saw it as a, you know, a damage to my childhood, uh, for lack of better words. And mm-hmm. uh, God really grabbed hold of me, uh, though, and at a fairly young age, I was nine years old when I, I really came to faith. And um, I understood, I knew all the answers to all the questions even before that, mm-hmm. because I'd heard them so many times. But but w- what was difficult was I came to faith at that moment. I recognized my need of forgiveness of sins and um and a savior. But I, I, you know, my parents, you know, of course they challenged me to, to, you know, live differently and think differently. And it wasn't until I got into university, you know, I'd started to pick up in my sports uh, career and uh, got to university and, and it was, you know, I was loving it and, and uh, the sports, uh, both sports tracks. And of course, you know, I was, I was heavily chasing after girls at the time. And, really? and uh, my Shame now on wife, uh, oh, yeah, well, she, she was on the girls cross country <laughs> team. That's why you're on cross country because you're chasing her through <laughs> the woods right is that oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely okay. I get no idea. Yeah. yeah that right. was that was that was the sole goal there and but you know a part of i went to a christian university in south carolina north greenville it was college actually at the time but mm-hmm. the you know it was mandatory for for anybody who is is an athlete you had to go to fca i met on thursday nights and mm. uh, i didn't want to go uh you know i mean i, I was at <laughs> that course. point in my life I, I i knew i was a follower of jesus but i i was away from my parents you know i was by myself and the setting and you know even even though it was a Christian school, I just wanted to live for me. And, um, but I went to one of these meetings. It was, uh, I think it was my freshman year. And, um, uh, you know, a guy came up to me afterwards and, uh, he's, he's somebody who, who radically changed my life. And, uh, he said, you know, Hey, have you ever been discipled? And I said, Oh, come on, man, back off. You know, I'm the son <laughs> of a missionary family. I said, you know, I grew up in, in multiple countries doing different things. I said, who are you to ask me if I've been discipled? And, uh, and he said, but really, he said, answer the question. 
And, uh, you know, I stood there for, I mean, what seemed like, you know, minutes. It was probably just seconds. But uh, I, I don't know to this day why I responded back like I did, but I just said, no, I, I've not been discipled. Um, no one's ever opened up God's word and really taught me. It wasn't that my parents didn't try. I just wasn't receptive. And uh, he said, you know, the food at our, our school isn't great. Uh, and I don't mean this negatively in my school. All schools have bad food. And, uh, but he said, uh, why don't you come to my, my dormitory? And he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to make you, you know, a fresh, you know, I think it was roast beef sandwich or whatever Ooh. the case was. And, 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 you know, I don't know why that was appealing, but I, I did it. And uh, it was Bible study and food. And it was a way to get to my heart, I suppose. And so we, we started meeting, uh, you know, weekly. And uh, then it started to, to meeting, you know, like, you know, three or four times a week and he was just walking me through uh, scripture and it started to become real to me and so and I started to live it out for the first time Mm. in my life I started to recognize that that not only was I, I called to follow and obey God but I was called to be on mission for God and, and that, was a, that was a big radical change for me because that, that mission for God is what I had seen in my parents that I didn't want in my life. You know, I wanted to make lots of money. I wanted, I, you know, a great sports career would have been awesome, though, unfortunately, I was, um, we had 11 guys on our cross-country team. I was number 11. Um, I, I just squeezed in there. I was the slowest on the team. And uh, on the soccer team, you know, I, I again, I was, I was, I was one of the, the lesser ones. So I, I knew I didn't have much of a, a, of a possibility of a career there. But I wanted to make lots of money and, you know, just kind of live for me. Uh, and but but this challenge just radically grabbed hold wow. of me, and and so because of FCA, because of this guy, because of uh, of somebody investing in me, it it put me on a trajectory that ultimately was was God's plan, but to to continue to be that influencer in other people's lives, and that's why we say the phrase, you know, we want to see disciples who make disciples who make disciples. Uh, you know, it doesn't. Uh, it, there's no credit here. <laughs> you know, all yeah, we want to yeah. do is shine for Jesus and and uh, help other people to recognize that, that God created them for a purpose. And so for, for me, yeah, it was, I, I'm still so thankful uh, to that guy. His name was Joe, who, who was Joe. that influencer to me. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm forever grateful that God put a Joe in my life. I, and I pray that, that I can be a Joe in other people's lives and, um, and that those people will be Joes in somebody else's lives. And, you know, if we just take the time to stop and invest in people and, uh, and that, that in question, I mean, I, you know, I've asked people that question before, and it's an uncomfortable question to ask or be asked. You know, hey, have you ever been discipled? It's not a natural question, but but it's one that stops you in your tracks and uh, really makes you think. And he didn't back off, the Joe guy, did he? He no. He, he stood there, and he wasn't going to go anywhere until you said something, right? No, absolutely, and I, and I still wonder to this day too. Was the sandwich was that was that a pre-planned uh, like backup to to drive me if I uh, said I don't want to be discipled, or or was that just well, kind of an on-the-spot you, thinking? But um, do you like roast beef? <laughs> yeah, well, at least I did then. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a it was a, it was appealing enough then to get yeah, me get, yeah. to draw me in. So that's powerful. Well. That's so powerful. Well, I have a feeling there's some Joes listening today to this program and uh, we want you to get involved you can you can literally make disciples in the sports world and we can help engage right. equip empower you to do that through FCA and I know Hans is making disciples all over Canada and um, what's we're going to take a quick break Hans but give us we're going to and we want to hear from you next about FCA Canada what's your vision what just give us a one minute if there's a Joe out there listening how, how should they what steps should they take next to get involved in FCA Canada? Yeah, well, I mean, and you, you already said the website, Jake, and we'd love for people to reach out on there. There's there's a, a, some, a tab on there. You can get in touch with us or any of our staff. And, uh, you know, we'd love, you know, but again, going back to what I said about church planters earlier, it doesn't matter if you love sports, you hate sports. If you've got a willingness, just like Joe did in my story, if you just have a willingness to say, God, here I am, use me. Uh, you know, it's, it's it, the best thing about sports ministry is it's not about the actual sports. That's true. <laughs> the sports are just the platform. That's true. It's just the opportunity. And so, you know, if you, and, and even if you, you, you would say, I've had so many people come up to me after conferences that I've, I've had the privilege of speaking at and shared some of these stories and they come up and they say, you know, I, I, I don't know the Bible well enough to, to be a Joe. And I said, well, right there, you're already telling God, no. Mm. Uh, I said, that, that's, that's not, you know, mm. that's not an excuse. 
I said, don't, don't dare do that. I said, you, you, if you say, God, here I am, and you, you are in God's word, you know, listening to him daily. I said, God's going to use you in ways that you can never imagine. You don't have to come all equipped with education or degrees. All you need to do is be somebody who loves Jesus, wants other people to know Jesus. And you reach out to us, we'll, we'll, we'll help you with the next steps. Uh, we'll, mm. we'll get you in the right place. And I know a lot of great sports ministries, if FCA is not a good fit for you, but listen, we just want you to be somewhere where you can be a Joe to, to somebody else. So very good, Hans. Wow. CanadaFCA.ca. Check them out. Uh, check us out, FCA.org here in the U.S., Thanks, Hans, for your wisdom. You're pumping and pumped up. Uh, I can't wait to to hear more. We'll be right back after this quick word from our amazing sponsors. We're living in what the Bible refers to as perilous times, a time marked by those who are lovers of their own selves, covetous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, without natural affection, and despisers of those that are good. For many, the confusion accompanying this time has led to despair. But there is hope, and that hope is found in Jesus Christ. He is the hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried and rose again triumphantly three days later. The Bible tells us that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. How about you? By faith, you can reach up to him who with nail-pierced hands reaches down to you. Jesus said you must be born again. Are you? Some things in life are just automatic, like State Farm agent Torin Lucas offering great neighbor service plus surprisingly great rates on auto insurance. Actually, if you were to contact Torin right now, you'd find you could have some of those surprisingly great rates and good neighbor service, well, right away, as in automatically. Give Torin Lucas here in Buffalo a call today. Torin thinks you'll be automatically happy you did. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Christian Central Academy is a pre-K through 12th grade school in Williamsville, celebrating over 70 years. My name is Deb Tyson, mom of two Christian Central Academy graduates, as well as a current elementary, middle, and high school student. I value that my children are not only instructed in the classroom, but are guided in their character development the way I would like them to be. Knowing the values I desire for my children are being demonstrated every day at CCA gives me peace of mind. My children have been attending school on site five days a week in a safe and socially distanced environment. Seeking to teach traditional values based on a biblical worldview, CCA's goal is to partner with me as I raise my children. Visit ChristianCA.com or call 634-4821 to learn more about how to enroll your child at Christian Central Academy. Do you have a heart to serve through sports? Do you want to make an eternal difference in your community? Careers at FCA are for those who seek to be part of an established, thriving organization while integrating their passion for God and sports. We are looking for diverse, high-impact leaders who are called to seize a life of significance. Check out teamfca.org or in Canada, visit canadafca.ca to learn more about what it means to find your calling as a full-time sports missionary with FCA. FCA is on mission to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. To stay connected with us, visit fca.org. All right, we're back. FCA Radio. Hans Ostream is with us. He's the executive director and regional vice president of FCA Canada. We're talking church planning, sports ministry, discipleship, uh, if you missed the first part of this episode, check out our podcast, Heart and Soul, on any platform because this will be aired there and you do not want to miss the conversation we've had. But Hansa, so great to hear from you and what God is doing in FCI Canada. We do want to hear your vision. We want to hear what's going on. What are you guys working on? We, we are aware that uh, things look different in Canada right now, and, and 2020 was a difficult year for all of us. But Hans, uh, you know, the gospel is always going forward, and you're an absolutely amazing leader 
um, and we know that God has called you to Canada for such a time as this. So just give us, bring us up to speed. A, a lot of us, a lot of our listeners, a lot of us, we may not know what what is FCA. What what does FCA look like? What do you what do you guys want to see happen in Canada? Wow, yeah, a, a, a lot in there, Jake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's what I do. And, I ask, yeah. Yeah. load it up. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, uh, which, which is great. Yeah, we're, we'll take it and run with it. And no, yeah, we are excited. You know, FCA Canada. When when I took this this posting, so FCA Canada was launched in in 2016, actually the same as uh, the the previous sports ministry that I led, and. Um, when we kind of merged the two together, that started in 2019, uh, which, you know, then <laughs> beginning of 2020 and, and uh, with COVID coming, you know, it kind of grinded a lot of our forward movement to a halt because we were very focused on programs, which is not a bad thing. But, you know, we had all kinds of leagues and clubs and, uh, you know, other other activities that were gearing up some new sports initiatives and we were excited about all of those, and I had just finished uh, our, our three-year strategy plan for our, our, our staff and those that were onboarding onto our staff at the time, and, uh, and so, you know, to lay out where we were going to be, you know, by, by the end of 2022 um, in our fiscal year, and, and you know, it was, <laughs> when COVID came and stopped everything, it, uh, you know, there were obviously were a few depressing moments in there in time where we were really discouraged uh, of, okay, what do we do now? You know, it's kind of on this big pause. But, you know, God gave us some time to really start to rethink some strategies and, and to, to, to kind of revision what we what our goal and objectives were. And through that time, it's just been awesome. And so we, so we brought on even even more staff, uh, which was really kind of neat and uh, over over this COVID time. And we've not been able to operate a lot of our in-person uh, programs. And Lord willing, that'll, that'll change this summer. You know, we usually have tons of summer camps and all kinds of great initiatives. But our, our our real vision as as we go across is 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 shifted uh, in in a good way in the right way. So it's it's no longer, you know, how many churches can we partner with and get programs started? That's still a piece we want to do that. And every program that we do initiate has a local church involved in it uh, for that discipleship for that follow up. But we started to look at things just a bit different uh, from the spectrum of how do we reach uh, the the really difficult to you know difficult unreached. And I referenced it earlier in the program, you know, FCA worldwide, our international strategy is to and through the coach. And as we really let that sink in uh, last year and, and we started to strategize and there's a great program called the, the 3D Institute in, in, in the mm. United States for 3D coaching. Right. And, um, you know, we, we utilize that here and uh, you can go to, to uh, 3dinstitute.com if you want to know more information. But we, so we, we're in the process of launching what, what's called the 3D Institute Canada. And uh, it's, it's a great uh, initiative and opportunity to really start to, to get into some secular environments and get into some of the universities and high schools and, and start to talk to coaches, whatever their, their background is uh, religiously, but really start to, to get to know them and start to walk with them and journey because a lot of them are, are discouraged from this COVID time as well. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. especially in Canada, very different than you, you guys in the mm -hmm. U.S. right now. That's We're true. still largely shut down. We're in lockdown in Ontario uh, across the entire province and uh, we're a stay-at-home order. At, and, um, and so with all of those, there's so much discouragement and despair and so our our, our shifting is is changed a little bit in in you know this this to and through the coach idea of how can we meet coaches where they are right now mm -hmm. in, in the lowest of the low how can we reach some of the athletes where they are again lowest of the low not mm -hmm. being able to compete and some of them you know graduating now that the future is uncertain they were had scholarships they were in the states or other parts of canada and, and so God's just given a neat platform. So we've got, uh, you know, huddles that are taking place all via Zoom and, uh, you know, these great engagements uh, where, where we're, we're seeing coaches uh, now, you know, come to faith in Jesus and follow him. We're seeing athletes doing the same all in a virtual environment and uh, getting local churches involved in some of the discipleship. And we couldn't be more excited for how God is, is using that a simple strategy of to and through the coach. But I, you know, if I think back, if COVID wouldn't have happened when it did in 2020, 
I'm not saying that we would have bypassed it or or missed out on the opportunity, but we wouldn't have gotten it at the crucial time that, that we needed it. Um, you know, we, we really got allowed that time, gave us that gift of, of a time to sink in while we had everything else shut down and look at investment of, of trying to reach. And so now we've got some relationships with some folks in some very uh, difficult arenas who probably would not have even given us time of day if they had been in their busy sports schedules, right, right. you know, and routines. And so, you know, as we really vision what God is is leading us to, and obviously we're looking to a post-COVID time, you know, we're, we're, we do have those plans and those desires and we're praying all the time, you know, that, that uh, we'll be able to get out of lockdown and resume our, our activities. But we, we want to do it with the intentionality Again, like I shared before, you know, of, of really investing in those those leaders, those volunteers, those coaches, and and helping them as they walk alongside of their athletes to to just be you know that shining light for Jesus right where they are. So. You know, across Canada, it's so different, uh, so so different. You know, we, mm-hmm. we've got uh, some folks out in, in like Saskatchewan. We've got you know all across that are so different. You know, they just had a huge dumping of snow uh, just this past week. So it, it's so drastically different, though. And and we look at uh, you know very densely populated areas, and uh, you know, so it, it's it's such a, a, a big country. Uh, the population's not big. You know, again, we're under forty million, but such a big country, and so you know trying to come up with strategies that reach coast to coast with so many different um, religious groups and uh, different uh, uh, you know just people groups in general uh, is is a, is a big challenge and so if I if I dare look at it that way uh, you know it gets overwhelming um, and um, so you know we look at it a bit different and we just say okay God you know show us the opportunities where you want us to go you know what are other sports ministries and we're building some partnerships with some great ones um, including Athletes in Action Canada, where we're able to do some things together. And, uh, you know, and, and again, it's all about shining uh, brightly for Jesus. You know, I look at it like lighthouses, um, right? We, we're a lighthouse. There's other great lighthouses out there, and uh, we're not competing against them. That's not the goal here. How can we, how can we you know, help each other to enhance our lights and, and uh, you know, be a brighter beacon that people mm-hmm. would want to come to? And so, uh, you know, I don't know if that fully answers your question, Jake, but we're very well. excited. As we we look at the what what God has called us to this amazing mission field of Canada, and uh, as God continues to call more, and, and we do still have a, a need for more staff. Uh, you know, we're we're praying that God would raise up uh, more uh, representatives, volunteers, or, or, or full time staffers in different places across Canada where we can um, you know help them to make a difference in their communities. So very good. You did well. Hans, thank you. <laughs> that was great. Sorry for the loaded question, Hans. You know, that's just what I do. No, I just ask it, it, big, big questions. But, but you emptied the can. You did. You got it. <laughs> you did it. Nailed it. It's, it's a good question. You, you know, well, I appreciate that. You, you need endurance to answer my questions. <laughs> good thing that's your word for the year. CanadaFCA.ca. Hans, uh, obviously, uh, financial partners is a big part of what we do with FCA. Um, we can't do it without folks that want to come alongside of us. We're a nonprofit ministry here in the U.S., and I know you guys have um, that arranged in Canada as well, I believe. Um, I don't want to speak to that because I know you more know more of the details, but um, we're co-laborers with our financial partners, and uh, there's a great harvest awaiting uh, through sports ministry in Canada. Hans is the guy <laughs> you want to support and his staff. So FCA Canada, check out CanadaFCA.ca and, and ask the Lord, uh, pray and say, God, how would you want me to be involved in this ministry? Is it is it my time? Is it my talent? Is it my treasure? Um, could I potentially become a monthly supporter of FCA Canada and just watch God absolutely uh, blow you away. I believe that you will be uh, so, so impressed with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and you'll be honored to be in relationship with Hans and his team. So definitely check out CanadaFCA.ca. Hans, we have to wrap it up, but um, any closing thoughts before Cal prays for you and for Canada? 
you know, I, I, the, the last thought that I would, I would just, it's again, a phrase my, my dad gave me and, um, when I was early on in my, my walk with Christ and, um, was keep on keeping on for him. And, um, mm. I think the theme of what we've talked about today, uh, I think we can kind of sum it up with that. And it's an old phrase. My dad didn't create it. <laughs> been around for a long time, right, but, right. uh, but you know, I, I attribute it to my dad in, in thankfulness, but keep on keeping on. And, and that's what we, we really strive to do mm. is, uh, for me and my family, for FCA Canada, uh, for FCA in the Northeast USA, for, uh, you know, our international ministry, you know, our desire and prayer is, is you know, we just want to keep on keeping on for Jesus. And, and when that going gets tough, just like it did for, uh, for Naomi. Um, you know, we just need to keep on keeping on, let those lights shine. And uh, so, and what you guys are doing with the radio, uh, mm-hmm. this, this program, I, I thank you guys because you're, you're not only highlighting some great things and giving people like, like us a platform to, to just share a little of what God's doing. Uh, you know, it's making a difference. You're being a Joe. And if you're out there listening, um, you know, if you haven't listened to the rest of the program and know what a Joe is, go back and listen. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I pray that I pray that you, you right. be, be a Joe right. to somebody in your life today. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep on keeping on for Jesus. And um, it, it, it's uh, it, it's worth it for eternity. Right. Well, Lord, we just lift up Hans right now. Wow. Thank you for using him. Thank you for his testimony. Thank you for his heart to see people know Jesus through the world of sport. I pray that you would just lift lift him up, give him guidance, discernment, wisdom, where to go, what to do, who to talk to. Father, just work strongly in his heart. Bless him, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, this is Eric Chubai, owner of Winged Foot Screen Printing. We're a custom screen printing and embroidery company that's been serving the Western New York community for over 18 years by outfitting youth groups, churches, schools, businesses, teams, and nonprofits with jerseys, t-shirts, sweatshirts, corporate apparel, and much more. As a coach and sports dad, I know just how crazy it is balancing schedules, sports, and family time. Visit our contact page at our website, wingedfootscreenprinting.com, and reach out so we can partner with you to take your next apparel order from concept to completion. I always thought a home equity line of credit could only be used to cover home expenses, renovations, additions, appliances. But boy, was I wrong. It can be used for all these things and more. Using the equity in your home can be a smart option to help lighten the load for whatever lies ahead on your financial path. Planning a vacation, designing a new nursery, caring for an aging loved one. You can tailor a home equity line of credit to fit your needs. Right now, qualified applicants can enjoy a special 12-month introductory rate of 2.5% APR on a HELOC from Lakeshore Savings Bank. For nearly 130 years, Lakeshore has been there for generations of Western New Yorkers, guiding their financial journeys and providing the best solutions to help them move forward. When you're ready to take that next financial step, Lakeshore is here to help. Stop by your nearest branch. Call 800-336-6116 or visit lakeshoresavings.com slash home equity to learn more. Lakeshore Savings banking with your best interest in mind. That's how we do business. Equal housing lender. Do you know someone who takes multiple prescriptions at different times? Are you concerned that they may miss a dose or take the wrong one? I'm Steve Giroux, owner of the Middleport Family of Pharmacies and proud sponsor of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Our family neighborhood of pharmacies is proud to offer you med packs, your medication pre-sorted by date and time. Each pack is color-coded and clearly labeled to make sure the right pills are taken at the right time. No more sorting pills, no more missed medication, no more confusion. With six locations in the WDCX list, area, including Middleport Family Health Center in Middleport, Rosencrans Pharmacy in Medina, Oakfield Family Pharmacy in Oakfield, New York, Wurlitzer Family Pharmacy in North Tonawanda, and Summit Park Pharmacy in Niagara Falls, Transit Hill Pharmacy in Depew, great customer service doesn't have to cost more. We're here to fill your prescriptions, answer your questions, help with refills and med packs, compounding, and even pet prescriptions. At Middleport Family of Pharmacies, we treat you like family. Call us or visit us at middleportfamilyhealth.com to learn more today. The vision at FCA is to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. God has called FCA uniquely to share the gospel in sports culture, and they are answering his call, but they need teammates like you who desire to give generously of your resources. Beginning with its first Christian sports camp in 1954, FCA has grown to a global ministry with over 2,000 staff in 100 countries. Over 100,000 athletes participate in FCA camps around the world each year. Since FCA field offices raise its own local support in the U.S. and around the world, there are many opportunities to give. 
Would you prayerfully consider becoming a supporter of FCA through a financial commitment today? Give a gift of any amount or join the FCA home team by becoming a monthly supporter of your local FCA staff. Please visit FCA.org or in Canada, visit CanadaFCA.ca to find more information on supporting your FCA area of choice and for details on how to set up your one-time or reoccurring gift. FCA is on mission to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and His Church. To stay connected with us, visit FCA.org. Cal and Jake wrapping it up, FCA Radio. Powerful stuff from Hans there. So good. Yeah. The boss of FCA Canada. Jake, I'm just thinking of that Joe out there. Yeah. That coach who's driving his car and he has a team. He loves Jesus himself and he wants somehow, some way to share his faith with that team. Yeah. This is what we do. We support the Joes. Yep. Or the Mrs. Joes. Yeah. Um, The provider of resourcing so we can help the coach be that tool for Jesus with their teams that's it that's it so and like Hans said don't be afraid you know uh, don't put your no on the table that's right before, before you even got, give God a chance because yeah, I mean yeah. let's be honest anything we do for God is going to be way outside of our own ability anyways because yeah. <laughs> it's not about us exactly it's, it's our surrender to him and let him work through us exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, get in touch with us, fca.org, canadafca.ca. If you're yeah. in Canada, yeah. Yeah. we want to help you. We want to help. We're around. We're yeah. here. We're here. Thank you for listening to FCA Radio. To get involved in our mission in your local area, visit fca.org and connect with your local staff today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.